Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is up? It's our Super Bowl 57 preview show here on the Sean Salisbury Show on the Believe Network. We're talking the game period. No other news. No Aaron Rodgers going on dark trips where he's going to spend five (laughs) days in complete darkness for 24 hours a day. None of that stuff. This is all about what's going to happen on the field tomorrow evening between the Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs, the number one uh, the number one scoring offenses. They both tied, I think it was 28.7 points per game. Uh, the Eagles are the number three or four ranked scoring defense. Chiefs sit down at about 16, 17 in that range. So could that be the difference in the game? We'll talk about everything. But as always, we're brought to you by Bet Online. Yeah, and basketball's back and in big fashion, as you guys know, both college and NBA. And Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to receive your 50% welcome bonus. With your first deposit, make sure to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V as in Victor. Believe to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts. You know, real quick, uh, and Segs, that when you mention the similarities in these two teams, it's pretty eerie. It really They is. both scored the same amount of points during the season. They both have a Kelsey <laughs> that's with their quarterback on the team. One's a center, one's a tight end mm-hmm. catching balls. They both are the number one seed. And they both, there was one other statistic where it's like, it's mind boggling how 17 games in. Yeah, they're both 14 and three. There you go. 14 and three is, it's like a mirror image of each other. And in truth, while they do it different, playmakers and defense and stuff, the mirror images don't quit because both offenses will be multiple, both defenses will get after you. It's pretty, it's pretty, I mean, it should be a great game. I just hope we're not disappointed when it's two one seeds going against each other. So let's hope. Yeah, I mean, anybody who's complaining about this game, you know, being, uh, oh, we don't want to see this team or this. No, we we always want the two best team, unless your team is San Francisco or your team is the Bengals. You want your team in the Super Bowl, obviously. But right now, the way these two teams are playing, they're the two best teams in football. And that's what every football fan should want for the Super Bowl every single year. Yeah, is the Cinderella story cool? Yeah, I mean, like when Ben, Big Ben went as a rookie in with the Steelers and, and Mike Tomlin, what he's done, some of those teams. Yeah, it's cool to get those stories, but when you get the two best teams, there's nothing better in sports. Like, I don't want to see the Sacramento Kings as the eight seed get to the NBA Finals. Nobody cares. Like, I just, and you know what? I want to see the two, say. I want to see the best. Ball. Exactly. <laughs> right. You won't. Exactly. Right. So it's, it's going to be such a fun game. Um, I looked this morning on ESPN. Still Philly minus one and a half. The over-under sitting at 51. Um, I haven't really checked around to different sites, but the number seems to be holding, which, you know, we kind of talked about maybe we see, and maybe we still see that run before the game starts tomorrow night, but still Philly minus one and a half. Pretty healthy. Uh, I think Kadarius Tony's. I mean, they're, they're, they're loaded up with health. Both teams are for mm-hmm. the most part, right? Now, the, the big concerns, are, you know, two weeks ago were, each team's quarterback, one a shoulder, right. one a, an ankle. But I, I don't – listen, 
that that's not going to be the issue. This team, one of these team loses unless they re-injure it and go out of the game. If right. they're in the game, that will be no excuse. Well, not moving as well. No, these two quarterbacks are pretty healthy and ready to go, at least from all vantage. Hell, they look pretty healthy to me two weeks ago in their championship games, If to be honest with you. So I, I think you'll get all that. I, you know, I'm curious if this could ever even get to, if the defenses would be so dominant in this, which I have a hard time believing, even though they're really good, that we could have a 17-13 game. Yeah. I, I wonder, what, what's more, what's more if, if a craziness hit? 17 13 17 14 or 37 34 which one would you say if you had to bet on one of those two type scores high 30s mid teens what would you bet on you know you look at these two teams and you you immediately think offense but with right. you know being a 37 34 type game but it's the playoffs everything's a little different we don't see the scoring like we do unless you know a team's just you know on fire that day and there's just no stopping them but I would still, with that question, I'd still probably lean the 37-34 just because I think these quarterbacks are playing so well. Their offenses, even with the Chiefs not having Tyreek Hill in that big explosion down the field. I mean, now they just tear you apart slowly, and and that's what makes Mahomes so great is, you know, last year, the year before, the year they won the Super Bowl, they could just chuck it deep to Hill and, and Hardman and all those, you know, guys, and then hit Travis Kelsey over the middle. Now it's Travis Kelsey for five yards, Travis Kelsey for seven, Tony for eight, you know, all these guys, Juju Smith-Schuster for seven. There's no the screen that, game too. Huge yes, screen, exactly. They screen you to death. Jarek McKinnon. I mean, it's just now they just slowly, it's like you die by a thousand cuts instead of just one big right. stab to the heart. Yeah, I feel, I feel that both teams stumble into two touchdowns and a field goal regardless because yes. their offenses are that good. And then it comes down to, do you go two more touchdowns in the second half, or do you go a touchdown and a field goal and get beat by three points or four points? That's right. to me that that that's the type of game it is. But I, I I can't in this brand of football that we're playing in this era. Yeah, I have a hard time. Defense is while good. Now you may hell could you see thirty-one to ten if somebody got hot? Sure, yes, for and, sure. And that that I could see. Um, but I don't see both teams being held down for four quarters because I just think. There are, too, there are too many dimensions to beat you on Philadelphia's offense, and we know the biggest dimension on Kansas City's. And for him to have, I'm talking about a piss-poor, horrible game. You can't name three times. Now, compared to what he's used to, he sets yeah. the bar so high. His bad game may be somebody else's pretty decent or average game. My point is is that, and I know Super Bowls, I think he's two pick, two touchdowns and four picks or something in Super Bowls, and he's one and one. But the point is that... For him to play, it'd be like, to me, we're at the point of this, Segs, and I, and I don't want to compare long careers, but like I think about like a Tony Gwynn or a great hitter to where you put him in like a 0 for 35 slump. That's just not happening, right? Right. And a game like this to just wear him down to where he throws five picks and gets sacked seven times and throw is 7 to 30, I, 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 I don't think we'll – I don't think we see that with him ever. We may get a, a game where his percentage isn't where it wants to be and he throws a pick or two. But the amazing thing about it is he can throw three touchdowns to offset the two picks and still beat you. So in Mahomes, I, I just don't see either quarterback urinate down their leg in the game. They may have a, a series or two, but for four quarters, I don't see how you stop both of them and dominate both of them defensively with these two quarterback skill set. Yeah, and, and the difference this year is, you know, let's jump right into these two quarterbacks. Looking at these two guys, Mahomes is the vet in this game. 
You know, yep. Jalen Hurts is the younger player. And Mahomes has been there twice. He's he knows what to expect going through this week already two times. Like you said, he's one and one. Um beat Jimmy Garoppolo and then lost to Tom Brady. So, you know, and that's the game against the Bucks where he had a little bit of trouble. No touchdowns, two picks. Uh, you know, and they didn't have those two starting tackles, remember? Yep, and the that's defense right. for the Bucks ran rough shot over him on the edge. Yes, and and, and that was a very good Bucks defense. But also you're Patrick Mahomes, you're young, you're trying to prove yourself even after a Super Bowl win. You want to beat Tom Brady. So he kind of pressed a little bit and, and was trying to make some throws that you know, he probably shouldn't have, but he's the vet now, so he knows what to expect. This is Jalen Hurts' first time, you know, really running a team through the playoffs, and it's just something that, okay, my first question is, what does this Super Bowl mean to Mahomes to win it? Like, does this say, like, okay, you know, or does this Super Bowl not say anything, win or lose, that he's just so damn good that we expect him back three or four more times? Well, Segs, I think that it says a lot because you're going to talk about in the first six years of his career, hockey and baseball players have done it, but we're talking about a guy who's won M- multiple MVPs, won multiple Super Bowls. No fo- no quarterback's ever done it. Mm-hmm. No, fo- they, they haven't. I mean, it's taken longer, I guess, is my point. And we're talking, Segs, think about the Astros. They went to, what, six straight or f- is it six straight ALCSs now? I believe it's six. Uh, six because the, the this is the – Fifth straight for Kansas City, correct? Yeah, Kansas it's, City it's five six. straight. Okay, and for the Kansas City Chiefs, this is five straight, right? Uh yes. Other than Mahomes' year, he didn't start, right? In, in, in the or in these five the last five years, they've been a. I mean, most would consider that pretty dominant and working towards yeah. a dynasty. Now, a, a hardcore dynasty for me is like three championships over maybe a ten-year period. That San Francisco Giants and baseball mm-hmm. with Bochi. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Well, the, you you could say the Astros have built one. I mean, the, what mm-hmm. they're doing consistently and getting close, and and we 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 can go through all the Edmonton Oilers and the Steelers back in the day in the seventies and the Forty ers and the and the Cowboys when they're three Super Bowls. You you know what I'm talking about, Segs? Is it? And we we are at the point for Mahomes. Just the visuals on the go and the talk. One and two sounds a lot worse than two and one, right? When it comes to that, and the numbers are gaudier than anybody early on because well, the era we're playing in, he just the way Andy attacks it. Brady didn't have these numbers early. Peyton Manning had gaudy numbers early, right? We, we, there's certain guys. So I think it matters a lot, Sigs, because just on narrative alone and on the all time, well, Michael Jordan didn't lose them. Why? What's one of the exactly. big separations for him and LeBron James? They said, M- Michael wins them all. LeBron's lost some, even yeah. the argument for Montana and Brady, there are people who say, listen to he went to four of them, won them all, didn't have a loss, yet he didn't go to 10 of them. So what right. do you? So there's that the argument. So for me, I actually feel like, because you know how it is, you win one, Sigs. One, some people say, well, come on, is, was it lucky? Did you stumble into it, even though they didn't? Oh, you lost to Brady, but you beat Garoppolo. Well, show us something, right? That's yeah. how they're talking, whether it's fair or not. And then now he's got Jalen Hurts, who's second in the MVP. So you say, all right, you win this game, but if you lose it, then they're going to say, hmm. I mean, we kill Aaron Rodgers for only winning one yeah. and losing these Brett eight Favre. championship games. So, right, will, will the narrative shift? So I I actually think there's more pressure on him because to win the second one almost validates that you're not a one-hit wonder, even though they're not in Kansas City because they keep right. going. But I, I do, Segs, and now when people say, well, who's got more well, more to lose or more to win when it's talked about, or who's under, uh, who's worried more or who has – you know, who wants to win more? Come on, shit. You don't think Jalen Hurts wants to win? Every single player on right. the field, this is the biggest game of our life. And I talked to Marino when 
your Bears beat them in that season. I mean, the Miami Dolphins beat the Bears that season and back in 84. And I've talked to Dan constantly about, he said, Sean, after I went to 84 one time, I thought it was going to five more when he lost in his second year in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the ones that prevented the Bears, obviously, from going undefeated in their yeah, 85 season. 85, yep. Well, Danny said, I thought I was going back. He never got back. So wh- who's to say with the competitive and the, the gauntlet of quarterbacks in the AFC and the NFC, who's to say you're going back if you're Philadelphia? Right. You, I mean, you, you think you are. They're loaded and they're young and they got players, but getting back a second time is hard. Winning a second one's hard. We don't got, I mean, it's not like we got 80,000 guys winning multiple Super Bowls. I actually think there's more pressure on Mahomes. Because the goat talk, not because the him and Hurts battle, it's the goat talk. And that, whether they say it or not, it matters. It matters to Brady, it matters to Manning, it matters to Mahomes, and it matters early and it matters late. So I think Jalen Hurts can be more freewheeling. Oh, man, I wasn't, nobody thought Jalen Hurts could even start as a franchise guy right. three years ago. And now look how great he is. So I think there's more pressure on Mahomes simply because I don't think his team's overall is good. And now it's the Brady factor. You don't have the six weapons. You got Kelsey and some other guys that you kind of mixed and matched. So I think it's huge to Patrick Mahomes. One and two doesn't sound as good as two and one. Yeah, it was interesting. I was kind of looking up some numbers yesterday, the day before, with Brady and Mahomes, and and because you know there's a lot of talk about these two. But in Brady's first, it's just funny the way the games changed is how I saw it. You know, right. 2001 to 2006, his first five years in the league or first five years of playing, he was completing 61, 59. He had a big year at 68. And th- this is the playoffs I'm talking about. 55, 58. He had 20 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Mahomes is constantly around 65 plus. He has 32 touchdowns in his first five postseasons. To I think it's only four or six. I'd have to look it back up. Um, interceptions. So, I mean, the difference in the their stats tell you through five years, especially if if Mahomes can get this Super Bowl, that he's trending in that direction of being the greatest of all time. But it's just like when you talk about Jordan and LeBron, you got to take errors into account. And, you know, back then you weren't shooting for, yeah, of course you wanted 70% completion percentage, but it was about the style of play. There was more running the ball. It was everything right. like that. And so Segs 20 and, and trending while you're right. If we just said, who's ahead of the pace? Mahomes ahead of his pace, especially right. statistically. But when you say trending for six years or five years, is sure as hell ain't doing it for 23 years. Right. And Brady numbers are bigger from the age of 36 and 37 to 43 yep. and winning than he ever was in the first six that the three different eras of his Super Bowl. He goes three wins, one win in the six years, like in the middle seven years, yeah. and three more wins. And his numbers from 37 on, are Mahomes-esque is my point. Right, yeah. So he, so it's one thing to trend there, and it's great, but we Mahomes ain't stopping his career uh, ha- a third of the way into beat. Well, the truth is, Sakes, think about this. He's not even a – he's he's about a fourth of the way into, into Brady's career. Yeah. Think about that. That's, so that's trending, incredible. yes. But GOAT status went from – for 23 years. I yeah. mean, so that, that's a long run. But, it, yeah, trending, yes, and Mahomes is nothing – the eye test tells you Mahomes has got more skill set. There, there's right. no doubt. But the result matters, and it's going to matter to every guy on the field because this will be the biggest game they've ever played in. Some will never get back because Some, somebody may go somewhere else. So There's a bunch of dudes in this that are never getting back to a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's interesting. Let's shift to the Eagles offense versus the Chiefs defense. 
AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard versus a, we kind of hit on it a little bit on Wednesday, a very young secondary with rookies, Trent McDuffie, Jalen Watson. They have two other rookies that play a little bit back there in the secondary. Um, you know, they're young up, fr- you know, younger up front with George Karloftis, another rookie. They play a lot of rookies on this defense versus a very veteran offense and just a very veteran Philadelphia Eagles team, period. Um, how do you look at this Eagles offense led by Jalen Hurts, led by a rushing attack that's really good with Miles Sanders, Boston Scott? You know, they throw a bunch of backs at you, but also Jalen Hurts using his legs against this Chiefs defense. I, I wouldn't want to, if I was Philadelphia, get down 17 to nothing and be forced to change a game plan. <clears throat> not that they can't, but they're really not. I, I think Jalen Hurts is a marvelous player, but they're not set up, for instance, if you were playing. Rodgers down 17 points as prime. He can still throw you back into. I just think that it would change that they want to be two and three dimensional. Three dimension means the quarterback's legs, mm-hmm. not just the running back's legs, too. I <clears throat> listen, I, I think the challenge, the roster is better on Philadelphia. And I think Philadelphia yes. has been the most complete team all year. For Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator, of course, you want you basically want Chris Jones and Frank Clark to wreck the game, but you're taking yes. risk factors here because if you decide to maybe even blitz on rundowns and you've got to be so disciplined Sags. I was watching all 22 NFL tape of the 49ers and Eagles in a red zone and Fred Warner, who I think is the best inside linebacker as good as there is in the league and best in the NFC, in my opinion Mm -hmm. and active, right? Well, they're running inside zone and he's, they got help coming up on the outside that if Jalen hurts keeps the read option that they got somebody for him. But Fred, the, the, the ability of Jalen hurts legs is so, got you tripping to one of the best and most disciplined players in the league. If I'm the quarterback looking in to the end zone from about the eight-yard line, Fred, the hole opens up because their offensive line is really good. He, he rides the inside zone, and Fred tr- tries to get a head start. And by the time he, oh, my gosh, he's given it, bounces back in, he's supposed to fill. He was late filling. Running back walks in the end zone for a touchdown on one of the best linebackers in the league. So that that mindset of I can't, I can't let him do this, and then i got to prevent this. They're going to have to be so disciplined as Kansas City because Kansas City's defense, while good, isn't San Francisco's. So you got to be disciplined and stay at home because he's so good at the inside zone. Spagnolo, do you inside zone? Do you, do, you, do you blitz run against blitzes? I mean, blitz against in, runs? Do you trust that Chris Jones inside? If I was Philadelphia, I'd rather have Chris Jones playing outside because yeah. then you can run your inside, but he can control two guys inside and play in your backfield. So, and now if you're Kansas City, you say, well, I want him to get to the passer, but he can disrupt inside as well. So, Spagnolo's got himself a, a, a problem here because if you decide to pressure and play some man on the edge, those receivers are better than the Kansas City Chiefs corners. They just are. There, there could be some home run stakes. Even though they're good, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown are better than the two guys that would be covering them. Simple. For now, sure. if you have help over the top and you can just play it straight and zone up, Spagnolo likes to give you pressures. Don't miss Jalen Hurts because then he scrambles like Mahomes and makes huge plays out of the pocket. I think, Segs, if I had, if you say, Sean, you're the defense coordinator, what's the one thing you got to do? I can't let the, the, the run game kill me. I've got to stabilize that as well as I can and take my chances that I can hold up in the back end and that Jalen Hurts isn't going to destroy me throwing the ball. He may make some plays, but I, if you say, and we always hear the cliche, stop, run first, it is true in this one. You have got to, and it's not just the run with the backfield, it's the Jalen Hurts rushing for 78 yards, and going 22 or 28 in the game to beat you. That's what I was just going to ask you. I mean, to me, yes, Chris Jones, 
Frank Clark, Carl Loftus, I mentioned, who's a great pass rusher as a rookie. Those guys all have to have big games. But the two guys I look at are Willie Gay and Nick Bolton, the linebackers, because mm-hmm. what you just mentioned with Fred Warner, the the, the play action, the, the the option plays, just everything that Philadelphia does, because Sirianni does everything. You know, he, yes. he shows everything. And those two guys. So you look at them, they're both fast, both sideline to sideline style linebackers. Do you take one of them, whichever one you trust more? Do you just spy Jalen Hurts all the time with oh. one of those guys and leave him? Do you say, Willie Gay, this is your man. You are spying him every single play of the Super Bowl. On straight dropback segs where it's not play act, like inside mm-hmm. zone. Because if you decide to do that and he's there and your assignment is supposed to be filled, but you're going with Hurts, you may have two guys in the wrong position. And it's like special right. teams. A guy decides to get out of his lane by two yards. The guy takes it to the house, right? right. So in straight dropback, yeah, I would have – one of those guys, because they can both run with him. They're yeah. explosive runners in the at linebacker. Because um, I don't want, like I said, I can't wake up and have him, you know, on Monday morning say Jalen Hurts rushed for a buck ten against us, you know, which is he's capable yeah. of doing. Because yes, in truth, sure. if I stuck the guy at tailback, he'd probably rush for 1,200, 1,400 yards, but he can throw too, and he's got so much better at it. So, yes, but I say the biggest thing for me is when we say inside zone and that inside three technique, what it is, is, is pinching down. You've got to disrupt there and play on their side so he doesn't have a long free read. Secondly, if you've got the guy coming down and and you got outside contain, you can't be a hero and chase down, you know, get out where he can break contain and get you on the read option. It's hash, numbers, sidelines. You've got to be able to defend and force it because the one time you decide to get overzealous and good teams use aggressiveness against them. I know we played against teams whenever you'd play Lawrence Taylor or Junior Seau, guys like that, you'd want to, you'd, you'd play action them one way so they got running and misdirection them the other way so they could use their, their activity against them in truth. Mm-hmm. Now, whether they do it, but discipline in the inside zone is so important. But yeah, on the straight drop back, I'm not going to let this guy drop back and escape, but discipline will be important. And then those linebackers, you can't miss tackles. When you fail, you got to make a tackle. And when you pressure Jalen Hurts, whether it's Frank or or Chris Jones, or anybody from the secondary linebackers, you cannot, because he's a big physical kid, you cannot let him step out of it, because that's when Devonta, that, that's when the home run's going to come. Yeah. So there's gonna there's so many, you know, I'd rather play a team that dropped back 40 times and threw it every week and had an average run game. Right. Well, when you get both that are good, one's great and, and the other one is solid, meaning the passing game, I have to come out of this game if I'm Kansas City and Philadelphia beats me, Saying, we we, we they, they made plays on the perimeter on a regular basis. We shut them down. They held them to sixty yards rushing the whole team. But they just made a few more plays than we did in the second year. Okay, I'll live with it. But if you let them be two dimensional in the third dimension of of Hertz feet, uh, they're going to win this football game. So you you got to be disciplined, and he can't beat you playing two dimensions. Meaning Jalen Hurts. Yeah. One last quick question about this Eagles offense versus the Chiefs defense. If you're the Eagles, say the Chiefs start with the ball and you get a stop. You know, I don't care if it's three out, whatever it is. You get a stop. If you're the offense or, or, you know, planning for this game, are you saying, okay, we know that the Chiefs may look to slow down our run game with how good it is. Do you come out and say, let's test these young corners early and maybe throw them off their, you know, off what they're thinking. We're going to just come out and slam the ball down their throat a bunch. Let's test these corners early with some deep shots, get them a little uncomfortable, and then we can start to implement. Now, if yeah, if you're down 10 nothing 
in the blink of an eye because of a turnover or something, then you got to stay in your game plan of what you're best right. at. Right. But early, if it's still close, and is that a something you'd consider if you're it's like, uh, Nick Sirianni? It's like you were watching our last chance Q highlight show the other day, Segs, with me and Coach JB. You are 100% correct because I, I was adamant about if I'm calling Philly's plays. Now, think how Steve Spagnuolo, the defense coordinator, must ha- that he has to think going in. Well, I can tell you this as a football team, there's nothing worse. You want to know how you take a player's soul? You wear them out physically. The way you can bounce back defensively or offensively is if a team finesses you, think boxing for a second. A guy throws a haymaker, you know, dancing around and, and, and hits a lucky haymaker and knocks you to the canvas where, he's, where he just landed one, right? That he's a, or like when you play, when you, when you, when you, when you fight up a, a, a big heavyweight that knocks you out and hits the lucky yeah. shot to the jaw that you had your hands down. But you say, man, you know what? I can box with him, but he just landed it. It's the one the body blows, you know, where they con- they're defend, they keep blowing. And before you know, they're taking, when somebody physically beats you in a game, which I've been in the NFL, where we got physically beaten up, it like takes part of your soul. It's like, a, you're like, no, no, no. It's like, well, there's ego involved too. It's like, that guy came in and, and, and beat on me for 15 friggin' rounds and I couldn't stand up to it. It's the, oh, he hit me with a slant and go, okay, right. great. Live to play another down. I can handle that. The, the one big play that you finessed me, right? So if you're Spagnola, what's the one thing you're all week long saying? You have to say that they can't take our soul on the run game because they come down and go 80 yards and run the ball 14 times and throw it to Kansas City's defense. If, if Philadelphia did that on their first drive, a 16 play, 14 runs, two passes, you're like, shit. You're right. That, that, that's a full-blown inside zone beatdown, and the body blows start to wear you up. If they come down, like you said, and hit a double move slant and go, okay, you don't want it to happen, but we're, we're going to be fine. They can't live there, right? Right. So if I'm Spagnola going all week, I'm with you. I'm saying the same thing. I want three and out like they did to Kansas City in your situation and go three and out, make them punt and say, oh, you ran it three times in a row. Now you have Philadelphia saying, shit, we're in one of these today. Yeah. There's a psychological thing and you start to change as a coach. If I'm Philadelphia, I said it. In the first series or two, I am taking a frigging shot right away. And I would come out and I'd, I'd multiple formations. I'd want to see how they're playing my formations. I'd probably I'd throw five or six of the first seven or eight plays slant, maybe a, a bootleg a ride inside zone and throw a hitch route, whatever it takes, curl route. And I and then take my shot. I would definitely go because then I'd say if you're Spagnuolo, you say, wait a minute now on defense. They just came out and threw six times. Now we got to back off a little bit because right. we don't want to give up home runs. And then what do they do? They pound you think Todd Munkin in the in Georgia in the national title game yes. that they 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 threw to run. Everybody knows they're physical at the point of attack. They threw it, and then all of a sudden, what they do? They tenderize you and bam, start to pound the living hell out of you, right? Right. I'm thinking that's how Philadelphia should approach this. If I'm Shane Steichen and Sirianni, I might come out knowing, oh, they're going to try to take away and make us punt three and out on the first one. They don't get a chance to do that. I'm going to throw it and make those guys, those young guys, because you know, Segs, early in a game, the guys are all like trying to settle in, like, damn. And if you're a corner and you get a little nosy early and you give up a home run, now what are you doing the rest of the game? You back off. I, yeah, I'm I'm all for taking shots in the first or second. So even if it misses, yeah, at least you psychologically say, man, they're they're coming at us with the passing game, and then they can do what Philadelphia does best, and that's pound you with the run. Right. So we've hit on Mahomes and the Chiefs offense, but lastly here, the last thing I want to talk about this Eagles D line of Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Josh Sweat. 
uh, Robert Quinn they have. They got uh, the big Jordan Davis. I, we'll see if he dresses or not. The big rookie first-round pick. That defensive line is so good, so deep. They stay fresh. They're all, you know, moving in and out, and they they get after the pass. Uh, Hassan Reddick, I don't even think I mentioned him. Yeah, uh, he's, he's disrupting everything yeah, right now. Yeah. The way he's playing. Uh, I mean, they have so much talent up there that gets after the quarterback, and Mahomes isn't going to be 100% on that ankle. They can say he is all they want. That ankle is not going to be 100%. He'll be as close think... as he's been since he heard it. Let's put yes, it that way. exactly. Do you think this Chiefs offensive line can handle that group up front? Uh, uh, listen, say if they get into a point where we know Mahomes can throw 40 times and beat you, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But you can't throw 40 times if the defense knows you're throwing 40 times and all they're doing with four dudes is rushing the passer or five guys because they will get to you enough and then a strip sack fumble or the rest of it, and, and they're so good and they run too that – Handle them, yes, but here, here's here's what you're going to have to do. If I'm Mahomes and Andy, that screen game that we talked about and getting the ball out quick, because Kelsey doesn't run routes based on, hey, man, we're going to – I mean, you, here's the thing and here's the play call. They're Sigs, I watched the Cincinnati Bengals play him again, and they played him eight yards off. They gave him free run. I don't – yeah, I saw last year in the uh, – in Buffalo Bills doing the same thing when they beat him in a big game. I said – you can't go. Why are you giving the best player on the field, not named right. a quarterback, free run? And you got to, you know, in and out of maul him. Like, you know, like the gunner on a special, on a punt. Yeah. You get two guys out there to throw them into the sidelines. I almost feel like at times you better do that inside out. Don't give it because if you can take them off timing a little in their right. quick game, now you've got it. But he's going to run up Sags. It's kind of like a three or four way break. If you decide you're going to squat him, you'll see him go up the seam. If you decide you're going to play inside man on him, he'll run away outside. Outside men run away and said, or if you just you split the, the the two guys and he'll chase the outside or the inside shoulder of the outside coverage guy and turn and just show you his numbers for seven or eight yards. The problem is you give him all that space. And I watch in Cincinnati, he catch turn, gets 15 more yards after right, the catch exactly. instead of catch and tackle. Yes. I'll live with six yard receptions with him. But after the catch, like, dude, it was third and 12. You gave him a catch, eight yards. You got a catch and tackle. You played so much cushion, he got a free rent. He runs for 15 Especially more. Especially for him That's, because he's so yes, big and strong that right. he's picking and, up two at least after he catches right. it, no matter what. And they, 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 people, and I'm like, why are you doing this? I can't cut. If Kelsey catches 12 balls in Mahomes, still for 380, shame on Philadelphia, yeah. right? Now, if Kadarius Tony, okay, good player, but damn, I'm not, I, I, I don't think he's catching 14 balls in the game. So, Sags, I, I don't know if they can hold up if it becomes a passing fancy. They'll hold up enough if the ball's coming out on time. Right. And if they get beat first, and I, that's why I think the mo- the biggest hidden part of this game is they're so hell-bent on getting to the quarterback, Philadelphia's, and rightfully so, that you may be able to tenderize them a little bit and get to the second level with Pacheco, and now Edwards yeah. Alaire is healthy in this game. I actually, I don't think we talk, we all, well, Mahomes is such a freak, we think it's got to be him or nothing. I will not be surprised if Andy has a plan to say they don't get to tee off on our quarterback. Because advantage Philadelphia, advantage Philadelphia over any offensive line. Yeah. They got 70 sacks with four four or five guys got 63 of them. Mm-hmm. So you better you better contain that or you will you got no shot to win this game. And what a way to do it. And 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 Pacheco will pound you now. He will he will run your ass into the ground. So I think a change up pitch and using the screen game in space to offset him is going to be important. All right, we're just about 30-ish hours away, maybe a little more. Make your pick. 
Sags, I think Philadelphia, I, I don't like when the whole country, I, I feel now, Sags, maybe you see it different in Chicago. Or you, I feel like on these national shows and stuff, maybe the broadcasters, but fan, I don't know, on Twitter, social media, I feel like, and I talked to Seth Joyner and Jim McMahon and a bunch of guys this week on my show, not to name drop, but guys who played, mm-hmm. right, and been in games like this. A lot of them feel pretty healthy about Philadelphia. And some of them, my guy Mark Schlera said Philly by 10. So wow. a lot of them got a – exactly. I didn't hear Kansas City by two touchdowns from any of them. And I don't like when the whole world's on one team. I feel like that, you know. I know the mm-hmm. Mahomes factor. Put it this way. If Mahomes wasn't on their team, everybody would be overwhelming favorite towards that. And I woke up this morning because I'm a nut job. I prefer, I'm thinking, well, what if you took Mahomes and Hurts out of it and the starting quarterbacks were Gardner Minshew and Chad Henney? Who wins? You'd probably take Philly, even though Chenny, yeah. Henney's come off the bench a bunch of times. So – Say I don't like it. I know the gambling thing's a little different than who's going to win the game, but I, I almost feel like the the Kansas City and Mahomes and Andy Reid's the advantage here too. I don't yeah, care what anybody says. He sure. he knows this. He, although he's been beating some playoff games and Super Bowls, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Kansas City Chiefs 27-23. I like it in the mid twenties, and I do think it's a dramatic game. Although I'm not comfortable with it, I wouldn't bet huge money on. But just on a straight pick them win, I'm gonna take Kansas City. But I think Philly's the best team. I just think the quarterback can make one more throw, and I think Hurts is a phenomenal player, but I'm going KC. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I, I think this is going to be a, a fantastic game. I think it's going to be a close game. I, I, This feels a lot like the Bengals last week, where everybody seemed to be on the Bengals, and then here I was comes one Philly and yep. just do their thing, and, and what we know this Kansas City Chiefs uh, team to do. So, I look at this, I'm with you in the 20s. I think it's a a last second field goal, Chiefs 27-24. I, I think it's so tied. We, we, are, we and, are one point apart in this. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so um, I, I think this is going to be a very fun game and can't wait to talk about it next week. After I can't happened. wait to watch it either. I, oh, I honestly, I the anticipation, you almost feel like you're getting ready to play in it. But, yeah, say, and listen, if Jalen Hurts outplays Mahomes in this game, you, you shouldn't be surprised. Right. If Mahomes throws for 400 because he's so good and they get in the pass, don't be surprised. Because if they get down two touchdowns, you know what they're going to do. Right. They're going to put the ball in his hand. Now, they up. are capable of coming down from three touchdowns because we've seen his movie before. So I just think it's fascinating. I have so much respect for both teams. It is going to be a wild-ass game. But I also think there's going to be some serious – there's going to be some physicality. I hope the referees let them play, Shakes, yes, fairly. You know, sure. don't Don't let a cheap penalty cost a sack where they hit the quarterback and it's legal and you say, well, we got to overprotect him. Let, let's, let's recorrect this and let these guys play enough damn football game yes. and go win it on the field without us talking about the refs on Monday. Agreed. Agreed completely. All right. Thanks to bet online. Thanks to believe network. And you know, we'll talk about it next week on Tuesday. It'll, next episode will come out and be probably all about this game. Unless Aaron Rodgers gets lost in the dark. We'll talk about I'm going to tell well. two things for Aaron Rodgers while he's in the dark. Sakes. Here's what he, here's all he needs here. I'm going to stand outside his, his wherever <laughs> he's at and yell, you're not retiring. Brady retired. You don't want to retire the same <laughs> yes. year as him. You you're deserve your own one stage. More, at least. Right. And then I'm going to say, and by the way, there's like $100 million or more still on your contract. Go get that bank. And go get that yes. bag. And then I'll see you in three years. So that's what I'd yell. I don't know. I mean, good for him. But when he comes out of the darkness and steps into light, <laughs> Go play quarterback for two more years. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers beats to a different drum. I think he's yeah. still going to play. Though. And and we'll we'll ask next week where does he play. There's a lot of options out there that, that I think, I think are is, fascinating. I think that's the different one. There you exactly. go. Exactly. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.